Hello, welcome to another episode of Married Mommy Maestra. Today I'm here with my husband. Hello, people. Hello, people. Okay, would you like to tell the people about you? About me? Uh, well, my name is Juan Cardoso. I'm a dreamer. I'm married to this beautiful lady, and I am an electrician. Pretty simple. Buenas tardes, noches, hello, hi. Bienvenidos a otro capítulo de Mary Mami Maestra. Hoy estoy aquí con mi husband. Hola, personas. Who are you? Uh, me llamo Juan Cardoso. Soy un dreamer. Soy casado con esta mujer bien hermosa. Y soy un electricista. That's it? For now. Okay. So the first question we have is how did you meet? ¿Cómo Wait. se conocieron? Oh. Well, can you go to the other one? The other one was your introduction. I didn't answer that. How did you get there part? Are you going to answer it? Yes, I have to now. How did I get to where I am? Well, my mom crossed the river. That's how I got to America. Uh, how did I become an electrician? Uh, long story short. No, actually, I'll tell you the long story. I went to college for a couple years. And then I kind of got bored of it. And uh, I was broke at the time because I didn't really qualify for financial aid. So I was like, you know what? Let me try something else. So I was like, yeah, let me be an electrician. And that's how that was that. How did I get here to America? Mi mamá cruzó, oh, como llegué acá a los Estados Unidos. Mi mamá cruzó la el río mi mamá cruzó el río fui al colegio por unos años y luego ya se me acabó el dinero porque como soy de acá no califico para financial aid uh, ayuda del gobierno entonces decidí perseguir otra carrera y me hice un electricista Next question was, how did you meet? ¿Cómo se conocieron? So how did you meet me? I met you at your grandma's house. And our first interaction was you falling in a closet. And then my nice self helped you up. Does that answer the question? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Nos conocimos en la casa de su abuelita y ella es bien, bien, se cae todo el tiempo y choca, no sé la palabra, pero se cayó en un closet y yo, la persona de que soy, la ayudé a levantarse y esa fue nuestra primera interacción. When did you, okay, well that, that, that like hops over everything. What, how about, because the next question is, when did you know you were in love? But let's, let's take it back as like a notch. When did, when did you, when did we start dating? How did we start dating? Because kind of when I first saw you, I was like, man, that's mine. <laughs> I'm gonna marry that. And then I don't know, it's that love at first sight thing. Uh, I don't know if you guys believe it, but I do. Okay. Next question. In Spanish, um, I forgot what I said. You just said it. Yeah, and I forgot. It's the, the wine. 
It's the same question. Just answer the same question, but in Spanish. La pregunta es, ¿cuándo supiste que estabas enamorado? No sé si, cree, si creen en amor en primera vista, pero cuando la primera vez que la miré, dije, eh, va a ser mía. Me gusta. Y fui por ella. Are you ready for the next question? Sure, let's get it. Uh, the next question was... Wait, can I ask uh, the first question? What, the very first question? Yeah. Can I? Or... This is your episode. You can do whatever you want. All right. Well, so you guys could know me a little bit more. I'm going to add to that first question about me going to college and whatnot and what, how, why I decided to become an electrician. I went to Blinn for one year. Then I went to HCC for another year. And during that little transitional period from Blinn to HCC, well, when I was going to Blinn, I was on a scholarship and then from a company to go check it out, to check out the Texas A&M job fair thing. So I was like, eh, you know what? Let me give it a try. I went and surprisingly enough, they let me in. And I walked around, talked to a couple companies and seemed pretty simple. Like I was getting yeses, but they're like, oh, I just finished school and stuff like that. And everything was going great. And then I got like a private invitation into for this big gas and oil company. And I went and while I was there, it felt kind of weird. Because first of all, I was the only minority, and then I didn't even go to A&M, but I was there. So while I was there, I saw people, well, I saw the engineers and people that invited me to go into the little job fair interview thing. And they said hi. We talked. And they told me, oh, just finish school and you have the job. And I looked around and I saw these other A&M students kind of like just staring at me like, who is this kid? Like, just came in here and just took it. And me, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I got it set. I accomplished my goal and that's it. But like deep down, I knew I wasn't going to go to A&M because I didn't have the money or eh, same old story. So they invited me to go tailgating with them and stuff like that. Just enjoy enjoy myself with the engineers and stuff and I didn't go I drove back home that that night and kind of thought to myself okay well I made it this far I accomplished my goal well I know I could do it but I can't afford it so what's the second thing I've always wanted to do I thought to myself well I always wanted to be part of a big project or work on big buildings and you know, do something cool so I was like, well, my family doesn't have any electricians, so I guess I can start there. So I kind of hit up another contact, somebody that influenced me a lot while I was coming up in school. Shout out to Coach Pan. And I told him, hey, uh, I want to be an electrician. I know there's a couple internships, summer internships with this company. Could you get me in? He's like, yeah, no problem. So he got me in and 
did the internship, three month trial, and they kept me. And it turns out I really enjoyed doing it, so I just stayed and I made a career out of it. Saliendo de la escuela, fui al colegio por un año, fui a Plain y luego el otro año fui a HCC. Es una, un colegio acá en Houston, un, una community college. Durante la, esa temporada de, de, de verano, donde estaba cambiando de una escuela a la otra, agarré una invitación para una entrevista para la Universidad de Texas A&M. Y fui. Y no voy a esa escuela, pero me dieron la chance. Entonces, entré, hablé con compañías y con personas y todos buena onda. Me dijeron, sí, nomás termino la escuela o oh, debes hacer esto, ok, lo puedo hacer. Y luego, ese mismo día agarré un, otra invitación privada para ir a otra entrevista para... Hispano. Hispano ahí. Y ahí habían personas o oh, ingenieros y personas que yo conocí de esa compañía y me hablaron, me entrevistaron, no, más terminan la escuela y ya tienes el trabajo, nomás es todo lo que tienes que hacer. Y yo, ok, así, así de fácil, o para mí, pero para llegar ahí estaba duro. Y yo, ok, pero en mi mente, bueno, bueno, ellos me hice la entrevista, todo, todo salió bien. Y el siguiente día me dijeron que, oh, ven al juego de fútbol con nosotros, vamos a disfrutarnos. Y no fui. En vez de esa noche manejé para atrás para la casa porque sabía que no iba a ir a la universidad porque no tenía dinero y el gobierno no nos ayuda. Nosotros los, uh, los que no tienen papeles mucho con más dinero prestado. Y entonces manejé, manejé para atrás y pensé, ya, ya sé que esa es mi meta, ya más o menos la cumplí. Sí la puedo cumplir, pero no puedo porque no tengo dinero. Entonces voy a hacer la segunda cosa que quiero hacer, que es hacer parte de un proyecto grande, hacer un proyecto grande o empezar algo. Entonces pensé y pensé y dije, ¿sabes qué? Mejor voy a ser un electricista, la... Familia no tiene electricista, entonces eh, voy a hacer eso. El siguiente día le llamé a otra persona que me influenció mucho en la escuela. Le llamamos Coach Pan. Y le llamé y le dije, quiero hacer esto. Ya sé que, que están empezando a ganar un partnership con esta compañía. Dame la chance. Entonces me dio la chance, hice los tres meses, la compañía me agarró y luego de ahí me, me gustó y me quedé. Y así me hice electricista. Um... So you missed a couple comments while you were talking. Michaela said shout out to Coach Span or Span is awesome or something like that. I don't know. It's gone. But your brother sent you a message. What's that? He's up there. What does it say? It says, the A&M dream is more than just mine. Just know that I will finish this for us, brother. I'm not going to say thank you or something. Cool. 
right. Do um, you want to go to the next question? Well. Or do you want to add something to the questions you already said? Oh, well, let me look at the question again. Next question. Wait, I'm still thinking. Uh, how did I get here? Yeah. All right. Next question. If I think of something, I'll just add to it, I suppose. Okay. So your next question is, how did it feel starting your own life so young? ¿Cómo te sentiste al comenzar tu propia vida tan joven? So I'm assuming that it pertains to like getting married and having a kid. How did it feel starting your own life? Mm. First of all, how old were you when I got pregnant? I was 21. 21? I think, yeah, 21 sounds right. So? So Answer the question. Um, I guess when you got pregnant, I was like, you know what? I got this. I could do it. I'm a very optimistic person, so I mean, I know I could do it. So I just try to keep that mentality. So I mean, did I start young? Uh, I guess you could say that. But I mean, my life is still going, but I'm just living it with my wife. No my one said your life good. ended. It wasn't tied. Okay. It wasn't implied. Does that answer the question? Not really, but yes. you can say that in Spanish anyway. Well, let me see it in Spanish. Can you read it? This one. ¿Cómo te sentiste al comenzar tu propia vida tan joven? Oh. oh. Can you keep the questions up there so I can look at them? No, because I need to keep track of this timer because it's recording and it okay. stops. I keep, my ADHD is kicking in. I keep getting distracted. How did it feel starting your own life so young? Uh, we can skip the question. No, it's fine. I won't answer it. I think growing up, like, I kind of, uh, what's the word? I kind of like learned from the streets. So I don't feel like, oh, man, I don't know how to answer this. Um, we can just go to the next question. Yeah, just say it in Spanish. So you can answer it in Spanish, but not in English? And I'll say what I had, what I said in English, but I'll say in Spanish. I said a little bit. Okay. Something. ¿Cómo me siento empezando mi propia vida tan joven? Yo pienso que... Yeah, let's skip it. I don't know how to say it in Spanish. Next question. What is one piece of advice you would give newlyweds? ¿Cuál es un consejo que le darías a los recién casados? A piece of advice? Huh. Uh, well, the first things first, I'd say be patient with one another. Like, like... You'd save a lot of trouble that way. Because <laughs> a lot of times, I guess, I'm going to talk about the sibling complex that we learned the other day. Uh, since I'm an older child and my wife's an older child, we kind of have this little controlling issue. So when I say one thing, it's kind of like, well, when I say one thing and she doesn't agree with it, she tries to like, you know, try to like step over me and then take control and then I do the same and then it's we are like children sometimes but uh I think the biggest thing is just be patient with one another I mean you're both learning and I mean, you got all life together so learn together Spanish are you gonna say the question in Spanish I already said the question oh, in okay. Spanish do you need to hear the question in Spanish again yes ¿Cuál es un consejo que le darías a los recién casados Un consejo, uh, que tengan mucha paciencia con cada uno. Hace tiempo, 
yo y mi esposa hicimos terapia y terapia. terapia y nos dijeron que tenemos una bueno como yo soy el man, mayor de nuestra familia y ella es la mayor de su familia tratamos de tener la palabra y yo digo una cosa y luego ella dice otra cosa y ahí nomás estamos como niños hasta que uno haga lo que quiere y nomás lo que quiero decir es que nomás que tengan paciencia y eso va a salvar muchos problemas y tienen, tienen toda la vida junto entonces I don't know I can't so the piece of advice that I want to give I can't speak on because I didn't go through it but I would say if you're a newlywed enjoy being a newlywed like because a lot of times you get married and people expect you like okay because if we had we were pregnant before we got married but I feel like if I would have done it differently I would have gotten married been a newlywed for a while and then gotten pregnant you know take advantage of that time you have together alone alone together because you are learning so you should take advantage of that um to learn each other before you add any other variables inside does that make sense in spanish in spanish yo el consejo que daría lo digo porque yo no pude vivirlo uh, como nosotros nos casamos. Yo ya, yo ya estaba embarazada cuando nos casamos, pero yo el consejo que daría sería que... Well, now I can't remember Spanish. Uh, <laughs> tomen el tiempo para estar, para ser recién casados, para estar juntos solo ustedes dos, uh, porque son una pareja y tomen ese tiempo para estar juntos solos sin tener que meter otras um, cosas a, a eso if that makes sense I don't know if that makes sense English or in Spanish uh, you tried I tried next question next question or do you have to add something uh, no that was good huh. so it says if you were on a dating show would you win the how well do you know each other game I think so. I think so. Do you think so? No. Probably not. All right. What's my favorite song? That song from that Sour album. That you were like, this gives off Scorpio vibes. And I was like, yep, that's your song. No. I tried. <laughs> La pregunta es, si estuvieran, hold on. Si estuvieran en un programa de citas, ¿es eso que se Dating show? Programas yeah. de citas? I don't know. ¿Ganarían el juego de qué también se conocen? Yo dije que sí. Yo dije que no. Y ahí perdimos. And asked me for some time. Le pregunté cuál era mi canción favorita. Y yo respondí con esa canción que ella canta en casa. Porque se siente como un escorpión. Esa no es mi favorita canción. So. Tratamos. You lost. The next question is, in what ways have you seen your wife go from being a young girl to a grown woman? In what ways? Mm-hmm. In what ways? Well, first of all. You've known me since I was 13 years old. And I'm about to be 25. That's a long time. Yeah. So you should have a lot of answers to the question. Yeah, I do. Uh, you've grown a lot. 
Um, hmm. I guess the biggest thing is, uh, uh, it's not socially awkward, but, uh, your social anxiety, is that the correct word? Yeah. Okay. So I remember oh, when we were dating and when we got married, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna bring my friends around and you'd be like, wait, let me mentally prepare for it. Give it like one, two weeks and then you can bring them around. And now it's kind of like you're over that and it's like, okay, like we're meeting new people, let's do it. Like you, you've grown in that aspect. You went from being a shy girl to more outgoing girl. And you actually, like when you want something, you go get it. And you're not afraid to speak your mind. That's it. Mm. And you went from having square glasses to heart glasses. <laughs> uh, gross. Y'all Y'all let me go around in square glasses. Oh. She looked like a little nerd. De qué manera has visto a tu esposa pasar de ser una niña a una mujer? Y él me conoce desde que tengo 13 años. Y ya voy a cumplir 25. So, te digo que él tiene que tener muchas respuestas para esa pregunta. Eh, yo dije que la primera, cuando estábamos juntos y cuando la primera vez que nos casamos, yo dije, oh, voy a traer, te voy a introducir a mis amigos. Pero ella siempre me decía, no, espérate, deja, dame, de, déjame preparar mentalmente. Entonces, dame como una dos semanas y ya. Ahora, no, ella fue siendo una niña muy tímida a una mujer que... Cuando quiere algo, ella la agarra y no tiene miedo de decir lo que está pensando o lo que está sintiendo. Y antes tenía los lentes cuadritos como un, una nerda y ahora los tiene de corazón. ¿Es eso? Sí, creo so. Ok. Next question is, or well, comment, or book question. We grow and evolve constantly. How do you handle the changes? Changes for you, changes for me, changes for us. Can I answer that in two different ways? I'm answer it how, like, as if it was pertaining to me, and then I'm answer how it was pertaining to you. This is your episode. You can answer however you want to answer. Can you go back to the question? Okay. So, uh, how do we evolve constantly? Uh, we grow and evolve constantly. How do you handle the changes? Okay. So, I'm going to tell you a little bit how I changed and... I don't know, just a little bit about me. So, growing up, I was always kind of taught to be nice. So, I always had this mentality of like, oh, I got to be nice. Like, I always got to say yes, and I always got to be a good person. So, that was the idea set upon me as a child. So, I kind of carried that idea all the way to not too long ago, probably two years ago. And I realized that being nice only got me so far. And I'd always find myself being taken advantage of. So one day I was like, you know what? Let me stop being nice. Let me say no. I found that when I say no, things are easier. Because let's say instead of saying yes to, hey, let's go here. Hey, let's do that. Hey, do this, do that. Let's, I don't know, whatever. 
I really didn't want to do those things, but you know what? I'm a nice person. I'm going to help you out, even though I don't want to be there, even even though I don't want to do this, even though I don't want to spend my free time here. Yeah, I would do it. So I started saying no. That kind of, oh, well, me with me saying no, I kind of found that I'm happier. I no longer spend time doing stuff I don't want to do. I no longer do things I'd want to do. And I kind of found out that, I mean, personally, things are a lot easier that way. I'll give you another example. At work. Uh, okay, so I worked in two different electrical companies. The first one, I was fresh out of college or whatever. But uh, I was at Yes Kid, that little go-getter. And I always found out that like people take advantage of you. And they don't really appreciate you for your, for what you do. So in this new company, I was like, you know what? That didn't really work out for me. So let me try this different approach. Let's say one time I was working on this project. And the superintendent comes and he's like, man, you guys are ahead. And I'm like, no, we're not. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And I mean, that's illegal. We can't do that. He's like, but why haven't you told your foreman? And I'm like, I have, but I mean, he doesn't want to listen to, and it's not my job. It's actually your job. So it's just me trying to help you. I guess at that moment, he kind of realized, oh shit. Can I say yes, you can say shit. And he was like, oh damn. <laughs> he kind of, um, something about supervisor. Yeah. Something about supervisor. And he was like, okay, well, anyways, point is, I mean, speak what's on your mind. Well, I learned to speak what's on my mind and do what I wanted and just focus on myself. And that was the biggest change in my life. And it turned out to be good. I liked it. I enjoy it. For you, you changed. Yeah, you changed. You changed for the good. I mean, you're a better person. I mean, how, how do I deal with it? I don't know. I eat cookies, I guess. I embrace it. I liked it. I like it. I don't really know how to answer that question. In Spanish. You can answer it in Spanish. Crecemos y evolucionamos constantemente. ¿Cómo manejas los cambios? Primero voy a decir cómo yo cambié y cómo mi esposa ha cambiado. Ha cambiado. Creciendo siempre tenía la idea que debes de ser una persona buena y que debes decir sí y que siempre debes de hacer todo bien porque esa es la manera que como todo que hacer todo debe hacer y yo descubrí que haciendo eso para mí no era la manera porque siempre me encontraba que me me, me sentía usado que nomás me usaba nomás porque soy una buena persona aprendí que nada eso no me gusta que mejor voy a hacer algo diferente entonces Cuando salí del colegio, empecé en esta compañía eléctrica y yo era esa persona que siempre decía así y que, ¿sabes qué? Dámelo a mí, eh, siempre número uno. Y miré que nomás porque yo era esa buena persona, siempre me daban todo el trabajo que 
nadie quería hacer, que nadie le gustaba y yo siendo la buena persona no dije nada y directo y más enfocado en lo que yo quería y me encontré que primera cosa uh, me respetaban más porque no tenía el miedo de dirigir que pensaba y que las cosas que eran entonces me subí muy rápido en un año y cómo ha cambiado mi esposa how do I deal with it that's what it said o cómo manejo con los cambios que mi esposa ha cambiado no no sé como una galleta ella siempre cambia y yo estoy abierto y la voy a apoyar cosas buenas how did you feel about your wife starting a podcast the first time she told me she wanted to start a podcast i was like what about what she was like about you and i was like uh, do i really want people to know about me do i really so i was like eh, you could start it but don't make it about me because uh, i don't know i'm kind of to myself and she kind of got sad and uh, i felt that I was like man you know what okay that's fine if you're gonna make it about me i'll support you whatever you want let's do it what you had a different memory yes because that didn't happen it did okay no, what's your memory because i never said that it was gonna be about you you did i said it was gonna be about me no you said about you no you said about our i said i'm gonna start a podcast about me no you didn't and my life and my relationships and my everything and that includes you but the podcast was never going to be solely about you well when she pitched it to me she made it seem like it was about me so i was like eh, how fans if she would have said it, those exact words that she did now I, was like, uh, i would be like yeah go ahead i, I mean brilliant idea nah, i don't know the ADHD, the adhd kicked in when she probably told me that different selective thing. hearing it's called selective hearing you mm -hmm. hear what you want to hear mental condition. Okay. Uh, so, ¿cómo te sentiste acerca de que tu esposa comenzara un podcast? Uh, la primera vez que ella me dijo que iba a empezar un podcast, ella dijo, oh, yo, yo le pregunté, ok, ¿de qué va a ser? Y ella me dijo, oh, va a ser de, de, de ti. Y yo, de mí. Bueno, yo no creo personas que sepan de mí, yo soy bien bien yo solo eh, no sé y miré que se puso triste entonces el siguiente día le dije sabes qué si lo vas a hacer de, de yo o de mí hazlo te, te voy a apoyar lo que quieras y yo aclaré que yo nunca dije eso yo no dije que iba a ser sobre él dije que iba a ser sobre mí y mi vida y las relaciones que tengo con las personas y eso lo incluye a él y yo dije que si ella me hubiera dirigido eso en esas palabras, yo le hubiera dirigido, ok. Sí, le dije oh, esas palabras. Nah. Pero él escucha lo que quiere escuchar. So, the next question is, how does, so moving on to the children, how does your parenting differ from your parents' parenting? The way I was raised and the way I'm raising my kids is two completely different ways. Well, for starters... Like, I mean, I grew up pretty, pretty good, uh, two of my parents, but, and they just set expectations on me. So that, that's all I really focused on was, let me just 
do what I'm supposed to do, and that's about it. Now that I have a kid, it's like, I feel like I give them. So now that I have a kid, I try to teach him or guide him differently. And I show different sets of affection or, well, I'm just trying to do everything. Well, different the way I wanted to be raised, I guess. And try to be, be there more for my kids and try to get to know them better. I'll give you an example. So like every, every day, every night she puts our daughter to sleep and I put my son to sleep. And so I go, I go to his room. And we just lay there for about two hours just talking. And that's an everyday thing. And every day he tells me different things. Like I think yesterday he told me it was something about space. Oh, I think he asked me what the planets were made of. And I was like, huh, okay. Well, I was me being smart ass, I was like, oh, they're made out of gases and and what else? Uh, gases, elements, I don't know. Just trying to make it sound complex. And then he followed, he, he stayed with me and he was like, so they made out of gases and this and that? Our earth, we live in earth, is made out of gas? And I was like, yeah. And I mean, I guess it's just the little things. Like I try to focus more on just being there. I, I got a little sidetracked. Yeah, I try to show on more, more love and try to get to know who they, who they are. Or, but overall, my parenting skills are yeah, a whole 180 from how I was raised. Creciendo, fui... Yo pienso que mis papás no tuvieron la chance de conocerme a mí como yo soy en realidad. Y nomás me pusieron ideas que debes hacer esto, debes hacer así. Y yo, ok, eso es lo que querés, eso es lo que voy a hacer. Yo, como papá, estoy dándole, le estoy tratando de dar a mi niño lo que yo quería como niño. Entonces, te voy a dar un ejemplo. Por ejemplo, en las noches, todos los días... Ella pone a mi hija a dormir y yo pongo a mi hijo a dormir. Entonces, todos los días me, me acuesto en su cama. Y hablamos como por dos horas. Habla, nomás hablamos de lo que sea. Él me tira unas matemáticas y ahí, ahí estamos. Me, me dice, ah, ¿cuántos 32 más 32? Le digo, que okay, 64. Ok, ¿cuántos 14 más 14? 28. Y yo le tiro unas a él y me las responde. Y me pregunta, anoche me preguntó de qué los, plan los planetas estaban hechos. Y yo le traté de dar una, una respuesta complicada. Entonces le dice, oh, están hechos de gases y son estrellas y todo eso. Y él me persiguió con todo lo que le dije. Entonces, lo que quiero decir es que la manera que yo crecí, la manera que yo estoy con mis hijos es como un 180 de como yo crecí. Yo estoy enfocado a conocer a mi hijo. Lo voy a tratar de guiar en la 
en una manera que él pueda hacer sus propias decisiones y que él haga todo en su manera, pero con... How do you say values? Pero con... Um, de español. Con valores que eh, lo estoy tratando de... Me estoy tratando de enfocar más en lo que él quiere en vez de lo que yo quiera. Most important lesson you want your children to learn from you. Most important lesson I want my children to learn from you. Oh, I guess I kind of touched on that one in the last question. But uh, I kind of want my kids to... Oh, there's one, one big thing I love about this podcast is that, I mean, it's on here forever. And I feel like whoever wants to listen to and whoever wants to like be influenced by these words, I mean, they can. But advice and it's advice that i want i don't know other people to listen to or my guests to listen to but um the most important lesson i want to know is uh i mean just go for it i mean you could do it simple as that if you want something go get it and always have this mentality where i like to do things well whenever i do something i like to do it at like 120 so I kind of push myself a lot and I'm not telling my kids to like, well, I guess I am to like push themselves, but uh, just don't give up. Just strive for, for greater. Cause I mean, if I could do it, I mean, you could do it too. I don't see why not. You could probably do it better than me, but it's not going to be easy. Just got to try a little harder, but yeah, I guess that's the lesson I want them to learn. Just give it your all, go for what you want and, Don't give up. La pregunta es la lección más importante que quieres que tus hijos aprendan de ti. La cosa que me encanta mucho de este podcast es que cualquier persona está escuchando y puede tomar este pedazo de... Este consejo. Este consejo. Ajá. Entonces, yo hago, trato de hacer todo al, al 120. Yo siempre me estoy empujando y... Estoy dando todo lo que pueda, todo lo que hago. Entonces, lo que quiero dejar con mis... La, la, con el consejo que quiero dejar a mis hijos es que lo hagan. Si quieren algo, vayan por él. Si yo lo puedo hacer, ellos lo pueden hacer mejor. Más enfócate y agarra lo que quieras. El mundo es tuyo. We got a surprise. Les tenemos una sorpresa, pero van a ir por ella. So, come on, come on, come on. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh. Say hello to the people of the internet. <laughs> Mama. Hello. Hello. What's your name? I'm Yago. No, what is your name? What is your name? Juan Diego. Juan Diego. How old are you? Uh, four. You got to say it close to the microphone. Four. Good boy. What do you do? I don't know. <laughs> you don't okay. know what you do? No. What is your sister's name? Eliana. And how old is Eliana? 
One. She's one. What does Eliana do? I don't know. You don't no, know? Man. Oh my goodness. Deja esto. A ver. I tú di algo. What people do. Oh, kisses. You want to send kisses? Hi. Juan Diego, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I'm not going to grow up. <laughs> going to stay four forever. What's your favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. What's Eliana's favorite food? I don't know. Oh. Oh, kisses. Hi, Juan Diego. Juan Diego, look, everyone's saying hi. Wait, there's no one. <laughs> they're on the they're on the computer. Computer. Yeah, they're on the computer. computer. They're watching you right now. See? That's you on the camera. Those are not people. <laughs> they are there is people. people. No. Those are not real people. Those are real people. And are you sending kisses, Eliana? Girl. Gummy. Gummy. She's still in the show. Okay. Say bye bye. Juan Diego, don't touch the microphone. Why? Say thank you for coming. Gracias por haber venido a otro capítulo de Mary Mommy Maestra. Thank you for coming to another episode of Mary Mommy Maestra. I hope you join us next week. Nos vemos la semana que entra. Bye.